Welcome or welcome back to Tea and Tangents with Tara. So on today's episode, I want to talk about being a beginner. I'm recovering from being sick, so please thank you, excuse my voice. Being a beginner is something that one, I'm not used to, but also two, I love doing. My problem with being a beginner is I have this tendency to want to be as good at something at as possible as soon as I can and obviously that's not realistic like everyone has their own ability to be good at something and it depends on the amount of effort and the amount of work you put in but sometimes there's a threshold for what you're naturally good at I think you can be naturally good at some things don't kill me if I'm wrong uh for example track when I did track I was able to work on building my endurance. So I was able to work on running for longer times without stopping. And I did this obviously by attending practice and working out. And I definitely did get better. In cross country, I was able to shave off like five minutes off of my mile. And, oh, not my mile, excuse me, my 5K. (laughs) Five minutes off a mile would be insane. But that brings me to short distance stuff in track. So when we're talking about being naturally good at something, some people are naturally built to be fast. It's really hard to work at being faster as opposed to building endurance. Um, Because people have a body type or a muscle predisposition or a genetic predisposition that allows them to be faster you know, it is very very hard to work at being faster over time. And I know people do it. But at least for me, it was much easier to work on building endurance as opposed to being faster. Something that's important when becoming a beginner is clearing your mind and allowing yourself to not know things. This seems contradictory because what do you mean allowing yourself to not know things? But you really have to allow yourself to be a little lost. Allow yourself to even fail at first because you can't get better if you're expecting to be the best as soon as you start. This is also a little message to myself because you might want to rush to be as good as something as possible, but one, it's not going to happen that way, and two, you can enjoy something leisurely. It doesn't have to be perfect. A, pr- a problem that I have is not necessarily that I want to be perfect, but I like gratification that is apparent to me. So there's a big talk about instant gratification, which is when you feel the results of something as soon as you do it. For example, baking, no, not baking a cake, that takes some time and work, but scrolling through TikTok, that's something that you can do very quickly and feel instantly gratified. You instantly feel some type of entertainment without having to do much work other than opening your phone, which is not work at all. Um, But delayed gratification is the concept that you have to put in a lot of time and effort. You may even feel drained after putting in that time and effort and still not see results for a long time. One example of this is the gym. So I recently started going to the gym last month and the tendency is to want to feel stronger immediately 
But that doesn't happen. You need to work to get stronger. It takes time and effort. It's not, it's definitely not instant gratification. So if anyone ever told you that going to the gym is instant gratification, they lied to you. They lied to you. Um, you might feel good after going the first time, and you might feel tired the next day, but you definitely won't see results for uh, weeks or months. And that's something that inhibits a lot of people from being a beginner, from trying something new, because you need to put in the time to be better, or not even to be better, but just to be able to do it. Uh, when I started going to the gym, a big thing for me was intimidation. So I was so scared, for some reason, of just not being able to lift enough weight or not being able to have the same endurance that I did in high school. And that was scary for me. It was scary for me to have the possibility of not being good at something, <laughs> which is a little you know, cocky to admit, but it was scary for me. And it was also scary for me to put myself out there in that way. A big thing about being a beginner is getting out of your comfort zone. And I think that's the main reason why you might want to be a beginner in something. Other than being interested in it, it's so important to push yourself out of your comfort zone. When you stay in your comfort zone for too long, you're not able to grow. You can't grow in an environment, a situation, or an activity where you're not pushing yourself or putting yourself in situations that are difficult. You need to, I need to be able to put myself in uncomfortable positions or just out of my comfort zone to be able to experience new things and grow from them. Let's jump back to enjoying something leisurely. This mindset is a little bit different than the whole pushing yourself out of your comfort zone to, you know, to try something new and that you don't have to be perfect. Enjoying something leisurely means that you can enjoy it without the main objective of making progress. You don't have to make progress in something for it to be worthwhile. You can enjoy something, do something simply because you enjoy doing it. That's a reason in and of itself. You can... Try something and be a beginner just because you enjoy doing it. For me, crocheting. <laughs> I started crocheting last summer. Did I make much progress? No. No, I did not. I would love to tell you that I'm a master crocheter and I can make all those cute Pinterest outfits. But that's simply not what happened. I learned a few basic uh I'll call them stitches, but even though it's not the correct term, I learned a few basic stitches with crocheting. Like I learned how to do single lines and double lines, and I was able to do it, and I'm able to do it still, but I haven't really progressed past that. One, I think it's because I just I just enjoyed doing that, and I didn't feel the need to do any better. Um, but two... I think it was also because I was comfortable <laughs> crocheting single and double lines. For me, it was enough to be able to do it and stop there. Um, I don't think... I, I think I could have definitely made more progress if I had practiced more, uh, crocheted more. But I don't think that was my objective with that. I really just enjoyed the focus of crocheting.
And I do encourage anyone listening to try something where the objective isn't progress, especially if you're someone who's school-oriented or career-oriented. Try something where you're not making progress because it'll cause you to reflect on whether or not you enjoy what you're doing. If you enjoy what you're doing, progress might not be as important to you as you might think. Progress is important to push yourself out of your comfort zone so that you can progress and further experience what you're putting yourself into. But if that's scary to you, enjoying something leisurely is a great way to jump into it. Uh, For me, going to the gym was not, I didn't really want to change my figure or anything like that. I wanted to get stronger. (laughs) I really wanted to get stronger so that I could do better in sports that I participate in. Um, But going into it as an activity that I did with my friends was much more comfortable, or at least it was a little more inviting (laughs) than jumping into it to make progress. Um, So I was a beginner in a lot of things in college. One was being a, simply being a college student. I had to learn how to study, and I had to teach myself how to study in a way that I didn't have to in high school. That was a big challenge for me, but it definitely paid off in the long run. Um, so in my present state, I'm, I feel like I have developed study methods that are good for me, that are tailored to me, and that work for me. Uh, I didn't it took a while, though. <laughs> like Obviously, there was some trial and failure before I found study methods that were good for me. But again, being a college student is being a beginner in something. And in a lot of times, a lot of things. Uh, for residential students, it's being a beginner at living on your own, which is so scary. But I think college is a great way to start living on your own because you have that support system of either your friends your family who you can still go home to sometimes, or your residential directors and assistants, I think it's a great way to ease yourself into living alone. So although I graduated with my associate's degree last year, the start of my four-year degree, so what I would call my real college experience was this past two semesters, and it was very different. Um, For one, I was driving alone to places, so my parents weren't driving me around to different places and things. I learned to drive two, almost three years ago now, and it was a rocky start. When my mom first took me driving, I almost rammed into a fence, so I was convinced that I was going to be an okay driver. I was extremely terrified of driving. I hated the thought of driving by myself, but... It would also make me so squeamish. And the lack of confidence that I had in my driving skills impacted driving. So newsflash, if you have a little bit of confidence in yourself when being a beginner in something, you're probably going to do better. Confidence is important. Not over cocky confidence, but confidence is important. You know, you can do stuff. You have the ability to do stuff. Driving was really my first experience with being a beginner later in life because many of my pastimes started as a child, so I didn't really have to try as hard. Uh, For example, dancing. I've been dancing since I was three, so it was never new to me. Even new disciplines of dance were additions of what I had already known. Another example, participating in theater. I had always done theater since I was in elementary school, so it was never something that was 
fish out of water experience for me. So I never really felt scared of it. And I really hope you don't feel scared of trying new experiences. But that fear factor means you're getting out of your comfort zone. So in college, my first experience with putting myself into something new by myself was equestrianism. I wanted to learn how to ride horses. Uh, there were a lot of factors that played into why I wasn't able to start earlier in life. A lot of my teammates have been riding from a young age. And there's a big hurdle of joining a sport or an activity where people start from a young age. Because you have to feel like a beginner. And you have to feel like you don't know things that other people know. When I first started horseback riding, one, a lot of the people on my team have horses. Or at least a good chunk of them. And two, they have a grand background of knowledge in equestrianism and etiquette and how to act in a barn that I didn't have. <laughs> so I had to learn that. I had to learn how to act around horses, you know, what spooks them, to not let myself uh, be intimidated by them. Because I'm a short person, so short uh, being a short person next to tall 15, 16 hand horses is a lot for me but right now at this point i feel so comfortable with it and i feel really able to do what i need to do um another part of being a beginner with equestrianism was what to wear i was so concerned if i bought the right thing for reference in dance i was all i always knew what to wear i knew what the norm was i knew what capigio leotard was trending or not trending i knew what ballet tights were appropriate. In equestrianism, I had no idea what to wear. I didn't know whether I should be wearing a tank top or a t-shirt. I didn't know whether to wear leggings with grippies or just leggings with like the little cushion. I really had no idea. There was one, there wasn't much guidance at first when I first started, but as soon as I received that guidance, um, one being from a friend from my hometown, I was so comforted and so ready to start. You Sometimes with being a beginner, you really need someone to guide you, and that's okay. You don't need to cold approach something, knowing nothing, with no guidance to be a beginner. It's definitely okay and encouraged to have guidance. So this girl from my hometown, who was super nice throughout the whole process, she drove me to go buy my boots because I had no idea what boots to wear, how much to spend on them, what to get. She drove me to get them fitted, to try them on. She took me on barn tours so I understood where everything was. And that guidance was so vital to one, making me join the team, allowing myself to feel like I could join the team, and two, feeling acquainted with all the different things I had to know. She even one day took me to the barns to learn how to tack the horses, which is when you put on a saddle and saddle pads and the bridle and you know, get them ready to ride. She taught me how to do that, and she also taught me how to groom the horses. That's something that you don't really think of when you're getting into horseback riding. You have to know how to care for them. And, of course, you think of caring for horses when you are thinking of horses and horseback riding, I love the idea of being able to care for horses, but I never thought I would have to learn how to pick their horseshoes. I would never thought I had to learn 
what to do when they're shedding too much and how to brush them properly, how to bathe them. There were several occasions where I had to bathe horses. And those were all things I had to learn. And looking back now from, let's say, eight months ago, I learned so much. And I learned how to be a beginner. That's a skill that I can take everywhere with me. Because now that I know, I could do something as intimidating as riding a horse and learning how to take care of a horse by myself, as tacking a horse in its stall, in his stall by myself without help. I can learn a lot of things. But again, it's coming over that hurdle of clearing your mind and allowing yourself not to know things. It's coming over the hurdle of being intimidated. Learning to be a beginner has been so enriching to my life because I've realized that it's okay to not, one, be perfect at things as soon as you try them and to not know things. I know I keep reiterating that not knowing things. My apologies if you heard it like 20 times throughout this whole episode. But I really want to push the fact that you have the capacity to learn things you didn't know before. Life isn't a repetition of your comfort zone. It's a whole plethora of new experiences. So if you're listening, I encourage you to try something new. Be a beginner. It's really amazing. It'll have, it might have a rocky start. You might be scared. You might cry. But push yourself because it's so worth it. We are alive to experience things. And if you're not experiencing things, are you really living the way that you want to? You can start small. Some ideas that I have for you are one crocheting because you can get some yarn for 99 cents at your local Walmart and all you need to start crocheting really is yarn and the needle and then you're good to go. Look up some TikTok or YouTube tutorials and try it out. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Tea and Tangents with Tara and I will see you in the next one. Mm-hmm.